Hello and welcome back to the Everton Report podcast. I'm Luke and I'm also with co-host Tom. How are we, Tom? I'm alright. I won't say I'm good this week due to what happened in the recent transfer window, but we'll carry on. It went the best deadline day, was it? It wasn't great, but what do you expect from Everton? Well, it didn't surprise me, I'll put it like that. It didn't surprise <laughs> me. So on today's episode, it's a bit different to what we've usually been doing. We are going to go over the mistakes Everton have made in the transfer market since Farah Mashiri came to the club in 2016. We're going to run down basically on why we couldn't spend any money in this summer's transfer window. Mashiri became Everton's majority shareholder in February 2016 with a purchase of a 49.9% stake of the club. He's actually part owner of Everton here today. Now, in total, since he did take over the club, Everton has spent around £498 million on transfers alone. In that time, it's crazy, isn't it? The amounts. Crazy amount of money. In that time, we've had numerous managers and we've also had two different directors of footballs trying to um, help the club too. So we're all starting summer of 2016 when Ronald Koeman was the manager and Steve Walsh was the director of football at this point. Uh, do you want to go through the amounts there, Tom? The famous Steve Walsh appointment. Uh, everyone was raving about that, including myself. I thought it would have been a good... See what he done at Leicester, I think everyone was comparing back and forth, like what he could do to us. Could he bring in the Cantes and the Marathons of the world? And we were all hoping that when we got Balassi and the likes of them. But oh. we'll start on uh, summer 2016. Ronald Koeman's first signing was Martin Stecklenberg. He then brought a disregarded guy to the club from Aston Villa, Ashley Williams from Swansea. Who at the time, because we'll go on to it, we did sell John Stones in this summer. We sold Stones before we bought Williams, didn't we? Yeah, we sold And I Stones. thought we'd sold Stones 50 million. And we bought Williams, who was a better defender at the time, for £12 million. Because I think he was that summer of the, the Euros when Wales done to go to the semi-final, didn't he? And he looked brilliant. Everyone was raving about him, and I thought, yeah, we've got a bargain there. I thought we got and the better deal out of that. He could have possibly been the worst centre-half I've ever seen by Everton, Ashley Williams. Jeez. He was actually all right in this season, though. Yeah, he did a decent, this and then he started tailing off and tailing off. It got worse and worse. It was the it? next season, where it? That he fell apart. Uh, Balassi was brought in. TCL was brought in and Enna Valentin on loan from mm. West Ham. But uh, we'll go back and say, I just got a guy only cost £8 million, which was a good sign, no doubt about it. I remember Villa had that bad season. That was like the season Villa went down before that. And everyone was saying, buying a player from a relegated team was Villa were awful last season. Make, as we've seen with the likes of Robertson who went to Liverpool, we've seen it, we've seen it, really, it doesn't matter if they've been relegated, does it? Because the one part of a big, massive machine. So their part was working. To be honest with you, I think... I'd said that he hadn't stood out to me in his game of Goodison. I think we beat them at home. I think we could do 3 0 or 3 1. And he didn't stand out in particular. He didn't he didn't think, oh, yeah, we should get him. Yeah. But then as soon as he came in, you could see why, he, why he'd been picked, couldn't you? Because he's just, just a bundle of energy. Well, one of the best bargains of the machinery reign, isn't it? Of course, it was. The best for £8 million. Quid. £8 million. Pounds. What did we get back for him? I, we didn't get that much back, did we? We should have got more, but I think there was a gentleman's agreement. Yeah. It was in, I mean, it was going to go in January. Yeah, we he? told him that if he stayed for one more we'll let you six go in months, the then we'll let you go. Then we got 27 mil in total. And we wouldn't make it hard. Yeah, we, we did. We just we let him go. stand in his way. Fair enough. Do you know what I mean? That's how it should be, shouldn't it? He gave us the extra six months or whatever. We let him go and play Champions League football. We needed him. We were that bad at that time that if he would have left, he would have... Cased a massive hole, wouldn't it? You could say we had we have replaced him now, but the replacement didn't work out too well either. We bought Cabamon, didn't we? To replace him that summer when he left, and that hasn't worked out too well either. <laughs> I said that's a real good one. We've got Alan Decorey now, but we're going so, later on. The names I mentioned were the summer window, and in the winter window, we bought Luchman for £9 million and Schneidlin for £22 million. But at the time, it's hindsight, isn't it? Hindsight's a funny thing because now looking back, we can say that the 
it didn't work out. But at the time, Shannon had a great first six months. Six months. months. It was, that, was that, that year we signed him in the winter. He was probably halfway the season leading up to the end of that season. To the end of the year, yeah. from, that, from the winter silence to the end, he was brilliant. Yeah, 100%. But I remember coming in thinking, yeah, we've got a player here. Yeah, I did. Well, he was all right at Southampton when he went to United, didn't really work out. And when we got him, I thought, I don't know about that. But he actually played away for six months, and then after that, that was six months. Even, I think, games at home, Luckman did come in a bit and he started a few games and you think, you know what I mean? Might have a lot of players developing. Yeah. But all these players stopped developing. Did Tom Davis burst into the season this summer? That was that season. That season, the, season the summer, wasn't it? Yeah. And he looked brilliant. And I look where he is now. I'm not trying to have a go because I think he's a decent player and I think he can add something to our team even now. But when he burst on the scene, you thought he's going to be a... a he's going to be a great like, player. Yeah, a great he's player. He's not just going to be a squad, a squad player. player. He's not going to be a rotational player because he's a bit of a... He's a bit of a Swiss army knife. I know he only plays in one position, but he does a lot of things average, doesn't he? He's not mm. great at one thing, so it's a bit of a shame. So if we round out the whole the summer window and the winter window, we add is that eighty million outgoing, million we spent and fifty-four overall. million incoming, which compared to the summers recently, that's not. When we get into times we're a bit more recent, you'll see how bad the net spend was. We had a net spend here where we only lost twenty-six point five million. million. We sold John Stone for fifty million. We got two million for Darren Gibson and two million for Brian Oviedo. Yeah, which is just on the side. This side business, to be honest. Yeah. Shame about Oviedo. I know we don't. Because I thought when he first came on the scene and at Baines injured. It was the year we got we were under Martin, under Martin wasn't it? We should have got fourth. fourth. Yeah. We should have finished fourth. And I thought he was a bit hard done by to lose his position straight away to Baines, even though it's just a quality late in Baines bling, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's tough experience. to say that he just doesn't come straight back in. But Aviado played very well in that period. Of course. I think he played the Man United game away. Scored the winner. He scored the winner, yeah. yeah. He scored the winner. I, remember, I, can't I think that run sticks in everyone's brain, doesn't it? That yeah. But he played well and obviously he wasn't the same player after his leg break. Seems like that happened a lot in Everton, but it was a shame, but yeah, overall, I don't think that was the worst summer. Well, you got Cavalier for 1.5 mil and it's just a guy for 8 mil, and they were both good servants for the club. The last is still there. million pounds. That's it. Actually, when it's a 12 mil, seemed like good business at the it time. Did, yeah. It didn't work out though. It's overall, easy to say that now, as you exactly. said. Exactly, but that year he was good, but overall, it went great. So, in this summer, Everton had the seventh highest wage bill in the Premier League, and considering where did we finish that year? Did we finish seventh, eighth? Seventh. Seventh. So that makes it, it makes sense, doesn't it? If you say we had the seventh Europe, highest wage bill and we finished seventh, and if we got into Europe, it wasn't a terrible year overall. And to be honest, we picked up a few good players. Obviously, as we said, Garner Guy, great bargain. DCL is looking like an unbelievable bargain at this point. But obviously, there was the downfalls in the likes of Balassi, Williams. Balassi did have an injury also this season. Too, yeah, so he you did. never know and what, you know what? He didn't start too badly. I think people are harsh on Balassi because he did not start too badly. I remember the way at Sunderland. I think the Cathy went to score the Hatterich. But it was, I think he assisted twice. I think a way to Burnley scored a good goal. Yeah, we think, got beat that game, but I remember him scoring a good yeah, goal. I think we did get beat that game, but I think he started okay. And obviously, after the injury, we lost all that speed and it just didn't work out for us. But overall, I thought that season was okay. Anyway. Yeah, it was. It I wasn't thought too bad. we got Coombe that year. I thought we played on right foot, didn't we? we, we, we Everyone was looking forward to if we could progress on, wasn't it? Yeah, we finished seventh. Everyone hoped that we'd go again this summer, but there was always that lingering thought, we're going to lose the Kaka. And we did. And we did, yeah. We'll go on to that. We'll go on to now. 
So then it was the summer of the madness, really. <laughs> the summer of the madness. We should call the summer of the number tens. That's what it should be. Yeah. I'm speaking to me. Out. Summer of the number tens. This is where the madness started because the season before we just spoke about actually weren't too bad overall. This is where the madness just came in. So the signs we made in this summer, we signed Jordan Pickford for about 26 million, David Classen 25 million, Henry Onyekiru for 8 million, Sandro for 5 million, but he was on 120 grand a week. Michael Keane, we paid 26 million. Wayne Rooney on a free, he was on 150 grand a week. We signed Guffy Sigerson for 44 million and Vlasic for 8 million. That was all in the summer. Don't forget Martina on a free then. Martina on a free. Kukal, famous Kukal Martina. Well, I said of Ireland, the better, isn't it? <laughs> So that's the summer. On that, in that summer too, we also sold Romelu Lukaku for seventy-five million, which rose to ninety. Yeah, because they got more money out of the ball than me. But that summer in total, the players we bought in there, just looking at it now, is absolutely laughable, and the money that we spent. So we start from the top. Jordan Pickford, with twenty-six million. He's worked out okay, hasn't he? Yeah, well, considering he's still playing for us, which a lot of these players are. He's had highs and lows, and of course, yes. But if you but look the last at last year or so, if I'd we were to sell famous. Jordan Pickford now, we'd probably get more than twenty-six million pounds. Yeah, so we like so to make a profit. Obviously, I know the market's changed since then, and prices go up and down, and COVID brought them down, and things dictate that. But overall, yeah, I think that was worth it. We could comfortably sit here and say that twenty-six million was what that was well spent. Well, if you remember from that season, we were, we were terrible, but he was a bright spark all season. Stoke home for his first game, the first game of the yeah. year, he, he made a brilliant save. I think it was from Shakiri, you know, funnily enough. You know. I remember it. Yeah, and it was, was. And he made a great, great save, save, and everyone thought, yeah, we've got a goalkeeper here. Yeah. And obviously, he's had a few yeah, lows. A few lows, but a few highs also. Definitely. Maybe more highs in England than Everton, which is a shame. I don't think the last year also, Pickford's been solid for Everton. Well, since the turn of the, I think since we brought in Olsen. Since he was brought in last year, I think Bit of competition. he stood up, didn't he? He stood yeah. up, and I remember the, the derby at Anfield, obviously. Do you forget about that? Because we won the game, yeah. year, but he was brilliant. Yeah, he was. Made a, I remember he made a brilliant the save to his, I think, Henderson as well. Henderson oh, on the volley. On a volley, yeah. and he jumped to his right, and he made a brilliant save. He probably doesn't get there. enough credit for the amount of the saves that he's made during that period, because he did have a, Aston Villa at home. I know we weren't very good, we finished 10th in the end in the Ancelotti season, but I think we were playing Aston Villa at home, and he kept us in the game. He stepped up, and, he, and he's, to be fair to him, the first four, three games, the Southampton game, the Leeds game, the Brighton game, he hasn't done anything wrong. He's been consistent. He's been solid, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been solid, and that's what we want, isn't it? That's what he wants so, for him. Start Davy Classen. 25 million. Funnily enough, he scored last night for Holland. And he's back playing for Ajax. I think he, I, we sound to wear the Bremen. We sold him to wear the Bremen. I think, did he go for, did he, did he leave on a three? No, we, we got some fiat later on. We'll go into it later. We did get some, I think it was about 10 million we got back for him. We recoup some of the money, but it's still a loss on a player, which shouldn't be making a loss. Pounds. He's got to be one of the slowest ever. But remember when we signed him, the hype around him, when we actually signed him. I remember the hype, and I remember a lot of people talking like we were, he was going to be a good player, but I also remember my dad telling me that he watched him against United in the Europa League final. I think it was Mourinho's first season at United. Yeah. And he, he got, got completely now. outplayed. Yeah, he he and you could tell the speed. That was the most important thing about it. I think I don't think he was a terrible player, David Glasson, like technically. He wasn't all bad. You can see why he might be getting a twenty-five million pound move. Yeah. But then when you watch them run, and it's just his mobility, it's just so limited in that area. It's hard to watch, was it? He really cut out for this league at all. I was just too fast for him, wasn't yeah. it? Just be honest, it was just far too fast, and he just, it just didn't, it, it didn't. He never picked that rhythm up, did he? And it got worse and worse. And but then that be signs two other players in his position. In his position. We were proven in the league, so we were going to come in and obviously be playing over him, weren't we? let's be honest. Well, the, the, the funny thing about it is when you play three number 10s, the, the formation we played, 
two of them are going to go out wide. Mm. No matter how much you want to come inside yourself, you've got to play start out wide, haven't you? Because you're helping your full-back out or, you, or your midfield who's playing behind you in it too. Yeah. Or you're helping your full-back out track a winger who's running behind or maybe a full-back who's bombing on. So it's so difficult to go from playing in the middle where you're linking up with your striker and you're linking up with your midfielders behind you to then think, oh yeah, I've got to track back. I've yeah, got to watch. I've got to, wear I've got to watch this winger bombing on. Or it's difficult to do, isn't it? And obviously, he never had the legs to do that. Let's no, be honest. Never had the chance. Because he never. Because he, he, even with, it made the pitch so condensed, didn't it? Playing them three number tens because we all come inside and it's all just chaos. Yeah, in the no width at all. No width. Not at all. So no balls into the box. It actually limited, limited the fullbacks. Because at that time, Coleman yes. and Baines were still. Decent players, weren't he? I think Baines coming to the end, weren't he? But Baines was still brilliant, that. He could still get forward, couldn't he? But Close he, he wasn't, wasn't doing it. He wasn't bombing on. He wasn't bombing on and getting goals and assists, but yeah. he could still get forward and he's he still had good quality when he was there. Yeah. And then Coleman was still... Was that before or after his leg break? Before. Before. No, after, sorry. After, after yeah. yeah well, after. Was, I don't think he ever came back the same player, me personally, than what he, to what he was before. And what do you think? Do you think we ever got the Seamus Coleman from the Martinez first season? No, but I remember his first game back, it was Leicester alone. He was man of the match, open down all game. But you can tell he's lost a yard of pace, he's not the same player, but he's getting on now. He's 32, not famous Coleman. Yeah. It's, it's expected to happen, isn't it? I think he's 33, you know. I think he's even one yeah, He's getting on now, is he? So it's bound to happen. An injury at that age, regardless, coming back, you're not going to be the same player, are you? Funny one, Henry Omnicudu. I wanted to see him play for Everton. Don't get that. It's a, it's a prime Everton moment, isn't it? You've seen so many players over the years who were just young who come with potential and they never ever played. Highly Everton. rated everywhere in Europe, you know. I think he went to Gal- was it Gal- he went somewhere in Galatasaray. Yeah, is that when he was playing? And he was playing well there. I think he was playing the Champions League for someone. It was them, wasn't it? Was it them? Was he playing the Champions League mm-hmm. for them? And he, everyone, was, everyone was saying that if he comes back to Everton, he can make an impact straight away. And we just never, it doesn't. Never worked out, did it? Who made that sign? You sanctioned that? We signed this lad. No, we signed him and he couldn't get a work permit to actually come and play for that. I get that, I understand that it's difficult to do. But it's even more difficult like to do. Why buying then? It's just, it's just don't well, obviously. We must have known that, that we couldn't get the well, work permit. Fully enough, we'll, I know it's just a sad note coming to the present day, but there was a lad from Aiden Outmar. Did you see it? He, he went to Lille. He went to Lille. He put on his, uh, his Instagram that he had a deal yeah, ready with Everton and he couldn't get a work permit. I think that's due to a lot of things these days, isn't it? COVID, yeah. Brexit. A lot of things, a lot of stuff. which we will talk about, but a lot of things come into play, I suppose. But I've never seen that lad play either, but it's just a shame that we're buying these players. And they never... But young, hungry players want yeah, to prove to come to Everton and make it, add yeah, their big chance in it and definitely. don't get the opportunity. It's sad, like, but just money wasted again. It's the it? reality, isn't it, I suppose? No, there's also Sandro, which we paid a five mil fee, but he'd give him 120 grand a week and he was there for about three or four years. And you think he couldn't get rid of him? He went along a few times, didn't he? But I feel like we would have been paying most of the wage when he was on loan. Of course, we would have. Maybe we like thirty percent getting paid by the other teams. If that, that. well, if you, if, if you were a different team, if you were not Everton and you you went to Real Sociedad and Real Valladolid, I think I've yeah. seen a few of them teams. Like, what can they afford to pay? They probably pay 30, 20 grand a week, and we probably paid the rest. We probably paying hundred grand of Sandro's wages up until he left. It's laugh for that one, isn't it? Bear in mind, we saw the Kaku, and he's the only striker we bought. He was the one that we thought, oh yeah, we'll get him instead. He's the only striker looking at that list that we brought in. To be fair to him, and a lot of these signings are the same. He looked quite decent this season before, didn't he, for Malaga? Yeah. I think he played quite well. He scored, scored a base against Barcelona. Everyone was like, oh, he yeah. scored two against Barcelona. That's Get him in. That's what he put the Senate in. One was a free kick, wasn't it? So you were like, what are you doing in your career? Like, I was scored two against Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's um, 20 grand a week. Come to Everton. 
But he did look quite decent. That even that, uh, what's his name? That the Spanish reporter, Gillian Blag. He said that the he might be one of the summer. Oh, yeah, the summer. I've seen it. I've seen it on Twitter. So they're hands together. They get Yeah, he might not play. Yeah, I, I thought. Though, I thought he's going to be a decent player. That just again, again, play with Sanders. No good. No good. Um, Michael Keane. Now he's still playing for Everton. He's played only fifty games for Everton. Yeah, it's like for a month. So we've, we've got our word out. Of Definitely. But he, yeah. he hasn't hit the heights I thought he was going to hit, though. He's, he's, he's been average, hasn't it's he? He's been such a okay. coaster, hasn't he? He's having career. Last season, he was good, but then he's, he's had more lows than highs, I'd say, for Everton. Well, he first came in, he's thrown the deep end straight away, wasn't he? With a poor Everton side. I don't think people actually understand how bad that side was just because of how all the pieces gelled together, which was he didn't gel together, did he? It was non existent. No. So it was tough, and obviously, I think last year, right? I think the first. Four six months of last year, I thought he played quite well. He was, you could see him building his confidence. I thought he started the season well last year too. He did, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. He oh, started. Yeah. I think towards the end of last think, season. But then when he got his injury, didn't he? Mm. And he missed a few games. He came back, and he, I don't think he quite got that. He redeveloped that form. Mm. But it's a tough one to say that it hasn't been a, a decent. Sign. I would say he's been a flopper sign because he's played that many games forever, and he's still playing. He's just not good enough. Like, he's just not good enough. I think it, obviously we've, we, he's put, as you said, he's played 150 games. He's played for us for a few years. He's had some good times, some bad times, but overall, he's not turned out to the way I wanted to turn out. Same, no, I agree with you. It's been an okay sign on it for 26 mil, but... For his potential, for what, what he could, could be. be. Yeah. For what he could be, I think it's disappointing, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, there was Rooney on a free. Do you know what? Probably I think... our best player that year, really, let's be honest. Well, Play without his goals, I think he scored 10 or 11 goals, didn't he? Yeah. I think without his goals, we'd be in big trouble. He would have been. I think he started to play... In the end, he was the striker, wasn't he? Sanzo moved... Out in the end, I think after like maybe 15 games, and Rooney went up front. I know we bought Tosin at the end of that year. I think we were comfortable in the end. Yeah. Sam Allardyce. But overall, Rooney, and I think I spoke to a few Blues who backed me up on this, saying that they wouldn't have abandoned him to stay on. Maybe we could make a deal out with him where he took a bit less money because 150 grand. So I agree. He could have given us another year there. The year we sold him, after, 100%. Like, he's that good But it was the wages, weren't it? I think it was on 150 grand a week, I think. We just thought, get him out. It was when Marcel Brands come in yeah. last summer, and so he was, I think, giving away, you're clear the highest, out. you've yeah. got to go, I'm sorry. Was, really. And understandably so. Because we also signed Gilby Sigurdsson for 44 million. Now, these amounts will get signed, by the way, they might not be 100% accurate. Yeah, they're in the, the ballpark. Same, but like, we've looked at a few websites, so I'm just trying to say, like, it's an average, what they should be. Of course, they're in the ballpark, aren't they? It's not going to be too far away, but it might not be spot on. Yeah. So don't focus on it. Yeah. <laughs> but they're in that they're in that area. In the yeah. Yeah. So Sigurdsson, we got 44 mil and he's on 100 grand a week. Again, I just want to say this, I think I'll step in and say Gilby Sigurdsson is one of the biggest failures in Everton football club history. And I'm not saying that because he, he hasn't came in, he hasn't done some good things, but he for what we pay for him and what people expected, I don't think I expected it. Personally, I get what you're saying, but I don't think he was ever worth that much anyway. I think we've just massively overpaid. He was a Cumin vanity project. Cumin wants them at Stanton. Obviously, he's been after this player for a few years and he thought, you know what, Everton will give me the funds to them. Because if you remember, people forget that we chased him all summer. No, we did. I think there was two or three bids of, I think we might start on a 30 and we went to 35 and then eventually we pushed it to 40 and then 44 million pounds and 100 grand a week, which is not shabby, is it really? Let's be honest. He's just massively all paid on him, and he hasn't hit the heights we expected. Not even what we expected, because never thought he'd be a great player, anyway, but he's just been average. Well, to be average. honest, Silver's first season, the year after this, he got a few goals and assists, didn't he? I think he gets a few goals and assists every time. Though, he like, doesn't dog it on with the myth. I think he's, he's got about three goals that season, or something along those lines. The year before, he, he got, got a few before. assists, though. He did. He, did, he had a period mm-hmm. where he was. He, 
he could he was the only one who could put a decent ball in the box and I, I've never doubted his technical ability or I think it's his heart his actual want his desire he's probably to play. thought no this is a little payday now he, his, his heart to play football had gone when he signed up when he got the 100 grand a week he thought he was gonna, this is just a payday it's a shame payday, saying you know? that because he, he's got something like there's no doubt about it he's got ability oh he's never scored a set piece for Everton never we bought him for that reason like if, if you were to put why are we buying Gilby tickets a presentation on the first thing that would have come up <laughs> is set pieces isn't it corners free kicks he's got a few assists from corners hasn't he but he's never scored a free kick he, he hits the wall every time or it's over the bar it's just his free kicks were awful weren't he <laughs> his free kicks were awful he were like you sign team for Swansea you've buried them every week and then comes to Everton and he's just forget that that is Everton isn't it it's we must have just retracted his uh, free kick ability from him when we signed Typical Everton isn't it but he was just never good enough for the money we paid I think Lee our, our mate, negatively, we call him that one. Negatively, <laughs> the blue. If you're listening, Liam, sure you know it's true, lad. You know it's true. You are negative. But uh, I think he said straight away to me, I think he said. And we said from day one about six and today, I'll give him that. He did. He said yeah. uh, it won't work. He's not yeah. fast enough. And I think you can see that straight away that he wasn't, obviously, speed wise, it was not his thing. And especially when, I think it's not advertised enough that we bought three number 10s and played them all in the same side. Like, we'll come on. But also recognise a striker too. Because three number 10s in the same summer. How does that make any sense? How did no one say, come on, lad. Look what you're doing here. Like, think about it. Like, Look what, what you're saying. How, where's the balance to this side? How, how are you going to force these three number 10s who you've bought for £44 million, pounds, £25 million, pounds, and you gave another one 150 grand a week and said, you know what, lads? Go make it work. When you say it out loud, it's just laughter, isn't it? Like it's actually crazy. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. That type of thing because you just think, how did, how did someone allow that to happen? Steve Walsh is big genius at building teams. You know what I mean? Well, he's only a scout at Leicester. He got a different. We gave him a massive job. Exactly, his job is to pinpoint players at at at, um, Leicester. And remember the thing what went round where he said to us, "Sign Harry Maguire and Andy Robertson," and we said no. Maybe you give him a scouting job, it could have been a different story, but that's all hindsight. We just it? gave him everything, we gave him the world. Director of football, and in and he gave us Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, in that winter, well, Bonacoom was sat in November, I think. We were in the relegation zone, we were out of Europe, it wasn't great. It wasn't great, that's an understatement, isn't it? <laughs> and then we brought Do you know how many Cooman aged by about. Cooman came to Everton, he was about 35, lads, and he went away, he looked about 80. Look how he was on his deathbed because he, he just knew there. that he had a rough time with um, it. We brought in the mighty Sam Allardyce to the save mighty. us. <laughs> and he saved us. We didn't get relegated. But for some reason, we thought we'd give Sam Allardyce 50 mil to spend, or 47 mil we've got here to spend in the winter, where we signed Theo Walker for 20 mil. Again, we give Theo Walker 100 grand a week. And then we signed Shank Tossin from Besiktas for 27 million. <laughs> Don't forget Mangala. They got Mangala all alone. Did he, did he play? <laughs> One game, he got injured. He got injured, like didn't 10 he? Minutes and never was it Arsenal away? He got beat no, five. I, think he was at home. I remember seeing him playing at home and he got injured. But he did play. I think he might have played two games. He did definitely play in the Arsenal game. Yeah, I remember got that. Beat five, no. And then he might have come back. And then week after that, we played someone at home. I can't got remember injured. who it was. And then he, he got injured. And that was it. Yeah. That was it. One of the best signs we've ever made. Yeah, great. Another great Evan signing right there. In that winter, too, we also sold Barkley for 15 mil. Snake does, didn't he? Snake does. You could. Design, we've got a post on it on Instagram page about that. Interesting. Yeah, it's worth looking into. That to be fair. Um, we also sold Tom Cleverley and Delafeu in those that season. I think Delafeu went in the summer, went back to Barca, and with the bio clause, yeah. he had buyback clause. Yeah. He went back. So overall, in this season, 
we spent on players 142 mil and we brought in 109. So the net spend was only 33 mil. That's because we made that back with like exactly with like Lukaku and Barkley and Delafeu and stuff like that. Isn't spoken about enough, and it shows how much dysfunction still existed at Everton, but existed back then as well. We knew we everyone knew at the higher the top of the club knew that our life was only getting to six months yeah. to keep us up, and we still gave him 50 million to spend. You also gave him a two year contract. I understand what yeah I understand what people are saying about the fact that. He needed them players to keep us up. And I think Walcott, when he first came in, he had an impact. And then St. Tosin looked decent. He scored a few goals when he first came in. But the argument would be, would we have got relegated without them players? Would we have been all right? And I kept 50 million. I think... Because we had to pay our guys to pay... We had to give him a payoff. Well, we, we offered him six months. He said no. And then we said, we'll give you two years. And he said, yeah. So that's what he was doing. So he took the two years and he knew. Yeah, because he knew we'd sack him and then give him money. Exactly. So we knew what he was doing. But I think we were safe anyway. I, I remember he come in. We beat West Ham 4-0 yeah, and we played Huddersfield yeah. in his first game. That was his worst last game. We played Huddersfield and we beat them 2-0. I thought we were already not safe, but... We were great. We were in the top but half by then and we were thinking the relegations, like, it's still there, obviously, because of the last few games. Force, it wasn't like, it wasn't urgent. Yeah, exactly. I thought it, it, he's only done his job, basically. A few wins. When he got the wins, didn't he? But it's just a terrible... And I've seen a few people notice, say, back then, I remember people saying that it looked like Underworth was slightly turning it around. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. No, disagree I, with that. I'm not going to go and say he's turning it around, but his I, last game was West Ham at home. But I think they knew it was his last game, so they were like, he stepped up. I think if he was going to keep the job of the season, it might have been scary because of... Could have definitely went down. Yeah. Be I don't know, it's tough to say, isn't it? It's tough to say, but... But if you look at the uh, the net spend there, it's a, a loss of £33 million. Which isn't terrible, but then when you look at the players we actually spent it on, yeah. It's, it's horrendous. And it's not the players, as you've said before, it's the wages. The wages we give out is shocking. Because their wages have straddled us this year. People don't think that the mistakes made in 2017 caught you do. Yeah. Because there's still players there who are earning ridiculous money, who don't deserve that money, and we can't get rid of them because no one wants them. Because someone will look up, oh, Michael Keane, like, let's just put it this way, hypothetically, let's say about a Newcastle I think he, he could play, he could get in a Newcastle side. They haven't got great centre halves. Mm. I think if he went there, maybe he could. So if you were in Newcastle at this point, you pay around 45, 50k for Michael Keane a week, which just emphasises how much of a problem it was giving these players big wages. Trying to get off the wage book is just incredibly tough at this point, isn't it? And he's got a tough job, but we're not happy at the moment with him, are we? So mm. we'll go on to that eventually. But saying that Everton's wage bill for this season was £112 million, an extra £30 million increase from the last season's wage bill. And saying that, despite selling some big players, some massive part of, let's say, Everton's future a few years ago, the likes of Lukaku, the likes of Delefeu, the likes of Barkley, we still only made £33 million, and that was just due to their ridiculous spending that summer. Just shows how much unrest was there do you know what I mean how many different opinions were going into we should get him we should get him there wasn't one clear plan yeah clearly well we've lost this. we still lost money that was we still made a loss that's what I mean million we st- after selling three after selling young uh, look how we made 90 million I know we made 75 million but obviously we made it rose, the to, 90. But it rose to 90 so I know we didn't get enough for Barkley but we should have 15 million was a steal at that time for Ross Barkley. It was, yeah, but it was seen as, wasn't it? Obviously, we should have got 35 million the summer before or the January before. Delafeu, yeah, they released really Don't make it through what that was. It was no, a back was, they, so, we always knew that yeah. if they would trigger it, then he would go back. But we should not be losing money in a, in a window when we're selling them types of players, really, no, should we? Couldn't put any better. And then the players you bring in, as well. it's all my losing the money you're bringing in players you make an impact. But looking down that list, there's not many. There's not many. Two, we've been. Fairly decent. 
There's no one who's hit the ground running. There's no one who's been absolutely brilliant. Yeah. You could say who's been like, like he, he stole the show. A very successful sign. There's like, no one there. There's no one there. Like Pickford's been fairly Pickford's decent. Pickford's the closest to it, and yeah. he's been decent. Yeah, he's been decent. And he, he's had a few lows, but Michael Keane's been worse, probably. <laughs> That's where overall that season was just a shambles, man, from yeah. start to finish. Wasn't great. So Steve Walsh left the club after that shambles of a season, and we got Marcel Brands in the summer. Um, now this Marcel Brands' first summer transfer wise was fairly decent. I'd no, say. It looks good on paper. It looks good anyway. Yeah. So the signings this summer were the Charleston thirty-five mil, Luca Dean eighteen mil, uh, Bernard on a free, but he's on one hundred and twenty grand a week. Gary Mina twenty-eight mil, but he's also on one hundred and twenty grand a week. We got Andre Gomez on loan for a two million fee, and we got Kerr on loan too for a five million fee. We sold Davy Classon for twelve mil. So we lost about 12 mil on him within the space of a year. And a few years money left the club too for 8 million. So overall, them signings, they're not terrible, Adi, let's be honest. I think of Charles and Dean, Gomez that year was decent, and Zuma was decent for that season too. But again, it was a loss of 68 million overall that we made, or that we lost for the club, transfer-wise again, which isn't great, is it? Well, to be fair to Brands... You look at that list with Charleston, he's arguably our best player. I know people might disagree. I think I probably disagree with that statement myself. But he's up there, isn't he? He's, he's arguably our most valuable player. Let's yeah, put it that that's way. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Most transfer market-wise, he, he probably he'd be catered the most money, wouldn't yeah. he? And then you look down, Dean, he probably comes second. This is most people would say he's our second best player. I know, obviously, like, so people might want to back and forth, you know what I mean? He'd but, probably get more of a Carvalho than Dean. If you're going to sell them. Yeah, just because one plays in defence and one plays up front. Yeah. And that's just the way the market get, works. We paid 89, I reckon you could get 40 mil for Dean now. 40, 50 45, mil at least. 50. At yeah, least probably, would, yeah. Just because of his numbers. And I, yeah. To be honest with you, yeah, Luka Dean's a bit of a weird one. We spoke about Dean a lot this season. I know, yeah. and I, I haven't fully came round to him defensively. Yeah, no, I agree. There's something about him which just screams... I can't defend that. Like, get me out of here. No, he's a, he's okay defensively, but he can improve. He's not terrible, he? but I just think. You can do a lot And he came out against Huddersfield the other day, and everyone was telling me, "Oh, look, I'm defending." I was saying, "Who's he defending?" That? You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's he coming up against? Fraser Campbell. Do you know what I mean? Come on. I'm not trying to have a go on him because he's a great player. He's good going forward. He's been great for us since we brought him in, and he's been for eighteen million pounds in today's market. Yeah. You can't complain, can no, you? You're not wrong there. Bernard, when he first came in, I thought he was going to be a great player. I did. I think we went away to a Leicester. I think we all. Less than away. He was brilliant that game. Match, and it's just a shame about Bernard because we spoke about this a lot and I think like, he got the club and different things played in, played into the fact of him leaving and him not having that massive effect of what we thought he could have. But overall, he, he, he was played out the position. He, he never felt like he was a number 10, didn't Bernard he? never came as a winger. Why didn't he ever say that? I never seen Bernard come out in an interview and say, I am not a winger. Because he wasn't. He was too nice, didn't he, to speak out against the club? He seems one of them players who's just going to knock her down and play where he's told. But for the benefit of the club and for him, it would have been better for him to come out and say, listen, like, maybe I won't start every week, but I need to play him in, in the number, number 10. 10. Because what he did him. at Newcastle at home, I think a lot of people remember there two late goals. But he, he came off after 82 minutes, I think it was, and he got a massive standing yeah, ovation. It was the best he? performance. And it was the, he was the best player on the pitch that yeah, night. By a by mile. A mile. And we never seen it again. Think about that. <laughs> He played in, in, in his pro position and he got more of the match and then we never seen it again. Someone said, oh yeah, he looked good there, so we'll never we'll play him there again. again. Yeah. How does that make any sense? I think he always looked better than what he was. We had some nice touches and that, didn't he? But he never really made an impact well, it's the just game. Just I don't say a position, that, but he never really impacted the game. His, really. his physicality, obviously, was it's tough to get over. It's too small. He's too small, he's lightweight, he gets pushed off the ball. But it's easy to say that. 
it's easy to say that like so I'm not I'm not trying to compare him to a David Silver type player because obviously there's two different stratospheres. Yeah. David Silver's one of the best Probably players ever. Yeah. But he's got that similar mould and the fact that he's got good ball control, like it feels like the ball's stuck to his foot. Yeah. And good to dribble and stuff. And his size never came into into question because he was that good at football and he put the players around him. We seem to never really do that, did we? We never really got the players around which we needed to showcase make him skills. Shine, make him look better. I thought we, we had a player there, and I think we've missed out on that. But as you said, Gomez, two million pound loan. Gomez is very, very good that first goal. He didn't cost me a bit goals and assists, did he? But he was sharp he was, on the he, ball. He compared to what we would what have we had, had in exactly. midfield, he was a massive upgrade. Yeah, he was for two million, so that was a good loan deal. And then Zuma was very good that season, too, weren't he? Five million loan deal. Oh, we can't Quite expensive on a loan, but. No, I think for what we had that for year, what we had, yeah, in, exactly. Obviously, Holgate's still very young at that point. Because he has Michael Keane. To be honest, so. I don't think Holgate's got much better from what he was then to what he is now. Mm. Personally, I think he's got a slightly bit more better. better back then, really. Probably could argue. Well, I think it's it's easy to say back better back then because he is eighteen and he is nineteen, and you think he's going to be great when he's twenty-four. Yeah, and then when he gets to twenty-four, you think the not as good as you thought. You haven't developed the way you yeah. we'd hoped you would, but I think Zuma at that point. Was a much better defender than what we had. Yeah, I think he was arguably our best centre half that year, wasn't he? Easy, comfortably. Yeah, Michael Keane a lot too, didn't he? Coming in, he was just coming from Chelsea. Well, he just gave Strong, him a big. he just gave him a settled centre half partner, yeah. didn't he? It wasn't like, oh, we're going to play with this week. Do you know what I mean? Who's going to who's, who's the manager going to put in the next thing this year? So, I suppose yeah, that was a good deal. And yeah. do you know what? To be fair to Brands, we'll give him his credit because we're going to rip him apart later on. We'll give him his credit now. The fact that that's a good summer. It is overall. I mean, actually, we weren't we weren't amazing this season, but we weren't terrible. It's over this season. I think we finished eighth, didn't we? Eighth, yeah. And we, we had to. It <sighs> we weren't amazing, most people. It a, and let's be honest, it was a typical event season, wasn't it? Yeah. What used to likely to see. It's probably going to be similar to what we see this year. Hopefully, yeah. I'm hoping for a bit more, but I think we'll finish around seventh, eighth again. So it is a typical. It's the wages again, season. though. So that's what I said. Doug Mount said we give it might not be 100 accurate with this, but from what we've read up on and found ourselves, the wage all went from 112 million. The season before to 145 million in this summer. So I was given a few players, 100 grand a week, three players. So the pattern, a pattern's emerging that every summer the wage bill, the is, wage bill is increasing, control. and we're not getting any better. Yeah, exactly. that's the point. If the wage bill was increasing and we, we were shooting up the league table, then you, then you could justify spending that money, couldn't you? So you're bringing the funds in then to balance it out. You're not doing that because you're growing. You grow financially as the clubs grow, so it's, it's it's all rising at the same time. So it equals out. But if you're getting worse and your wage bill's getting bigger, then the gap between the the, the problem is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's shown this summer, hasn't it? Of course, that's where it's all changed the prices. That's what I mean. And it all builds up to one summer where you cannot spend a penny. Obviously, fair and fair play, and a lot of things come into play, but. It all stems from this, though, doesn't it? Of course it, it does. Well, overall, we lost six to eight million on transfers this window, but I think some of the players you brought in were solid, but we just didn't get rid of maybe enough Deadwood that year to be the balance that house. Well, that's because, because the Deadwood, because we the Deadwood had millions and millions of pounds yeah. a week. So then we go on to the next season, Jesus. which was the summer of 2019, 19-20 <sighs> season. Now, this could be the worst summer transfer-wise. You've ever seen Possibly. These like between from twenty sixteen to now might be the worst list of transfers you've ever seen in your life. Like if you went to someone and showed them a, a full list in front of you, like a big Christmas list of wages and prices paid, ins and outs, incomings, outgoings, you'd say, Who's in charge here? 
who's doing this? So it is crazy. It's hard to say, but yeah, go on to them. Do you want to go through them? I'll go through them, yeah. So we got Lossler on a three. I don't think I've ever seen him play a game for Everton. I think he might have played in a few cup games, which I didn't watch. Thank God for that. But <laughs> he was he obviously just a another pointless <laughs> Everton sign. Isn't it funny, yeah? And, and obviously, I, I keep doing this, but we'll go back to the, few, the present at the moment. That well, as soon as we lost, Joe Virginia went on loan to Sport in Lisbon. We brought in a goalie. Why has it took us three years to sign a right-back? Why do we keep signing goalies? Can these goalies play right-back? Brought two keepers in this summer. We need another backup, didn't we? But I just don't get that Lorigan signing. That's the only position we replace. Yeah. Unless you think, oh, yeah, we're going to replace all the goalies, but we won't, we won't replace any outfield players. Don't need right-back, so we don't need a backup left-back. Either. But, yeah, uh, Lossel on a free, which oh, it's free, isn't it? So it's it's hard to say that. Delft, £8 million. What a waste of money he has been. Uh, JP Kabaman, £22 million. We had yet to see anything, aren't we? It's been obviously, it's not what we wanted. It's been two years and he's played three games, I think. <laughs> three games? Three, three games. games. Three competitive games. He's had a new manager every time he's played for Everton, too. <laughs> it is laughable, isn't it, at that point? £22 million and he's on 65 grand a week. Uh, we made Gomez's transfer permanent, which I didn't mind at the time. I thought, Same. obviously, we needed to get him in because he obviously had to shine in the year before. So £22 million isn't a terrible price, but then you look at his wages and 112k a week it says there i've seen reports of 130 grand a week it could be more so it's in, in it's and in around that it's one of plus anyway which is the problem ridiculous the problem like if you look at a player of gomez's ability he's got a lot of ability but what he actually gives us it's like 50 grand a week isn't yeah, it 50 100%. 60 grand a week and then you couldn't complain with that because that's i know he's had his injury and stuff it doesn't help them of course he was better before that way of course he was yeah and i agree yeah it, but it doesn't have anyone, does it? But then even before that, you weren't contributing as much as you'd like for a sentiment for the other two. He was never worth 130 grand a week. No, I know it says 112, but let's just say 112 to 130. He was never worth that. No, no matter how good he was. 60. You just took 60 when you're 65. And then Muskeen, 27 million pounds. And I'm not sure what his wage was, but it kind of been ridiculously. I think high. it was like 40, 45. It went. Wasn't mega bucks. Wasn't stupid because yeah. of his age. Exactly. But the fever stupid. 27 yeah. million pounds. And then going on to the ultra stupid. We're going your best mate. Uh, my best mate, Alex Awobi, £35 million, pounds, 50 grand a week. Sadibe came on a £2 million pound loan, and we got Jared Bramthwaite for £1 million. Where did he come from, Sheffield? Yeah? Carlisle. Carlisle. Yeah. Well, he won't speak on Bramthwaite because eventually we hope that he could turn to a good centre half. But looking down that list, not one sign. Not one? Has been good. Not one. Literally, oh, we've had a good three games. Kabamon has been injured for more of his most of his career, so if he can stay fit, and we might have seen, we can then have to comment on him. But considering we at the moment, from where from what we've seen so far, it's a failure of a sign. Course it is. Course it is. Considering we signed him to replace this guy, we sold this summer to for twenty-seven million. We also sold Vlasic for eighteen million, Lukman for fifteen million, and Onyekiru for ten million, and James McCarthy for Crystal Palace. See them sales? They're not bad sales, and we've still lost money. I know. We lost forty-five million pounds. So overall, yeah, we've lost forty-five oh, million after those sales, and we didn't improve the team at all. The team got worse. The team Did. got worse, didn't it? Losing a just a guy, our best midfielder, losing Vlasic, who's just completed the move to West Ham. I had a bit of a disagreement with Dad about this because he said he wasn't good enough, and he didn't get didn't enough get time. A chance. No, and yeah. when he played, I thought he looked decent. I think a lot of Everton fans agree. I think you agree with me as well that yeah. the fact that when he played, he looked quite good, looked sharp, especially for his age. Yeah, I know. And then Lukman. Lukman was a sticky one because he was... Oh, he had an attitude problem, didn't he, Lukman? Well, he, was he, wasn't, he wasn't playing as much as he, as he would have hoped. 
and I can understand. Fair that. enough, because we weren't we weren't great, was we? No, so we weren't great. You, 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 if we if we was playing on a great side and he was players above me who were better, then you could accept that. And I, I can see where he was coming from, to be honest, because he could probably should have played more than what he did. Yeah, but it was he didn't handle it well, did he? No, he never so. handled that whole situation of like coming on the bench and being like having like cameo roles, but. He's not a terrible player. He didn't player. make impact as much as he's like, though, either, did he? Like, he only scored one goal for us that City game. He had a few chances from the bench, started a couple of games. And... Did he only score one goal for Everton mm. in his career? He scored in the Europa League against that Cyprus team. Astro Palo. And we played a lot <laughs> But as I stayed at home. Yeah, and we beat them 3 0, yeah, to be fair. But yeah. he scored there, but then his only other goal was the City game, his debut. It's crazy, isn't it? Because I think he's, to be honest with to Luchman, I think on loan at Fulham last year. I thought he looked good. He looked sharp, and he? he's just selling for Leicester. Yeah, that's what I mean. On loan, I think it's yeah. a great pickup for them. I think because he's not going to be relied on to play week in week out at yeah. Leicester. He can come in, he can do bits and pieces here in and the minute. European games and stuff too when he's needed. Because yeah. that's what yeah. he, he was relied upon at Fulham last year, wasn't he? For creativity, they needed that. But yeah, overall, that is a laughable summer window. The shambles could be worse in the 2017. And do you know what? Bigger players, in especially Sadibe, Awobi, Keane, Gomez, Gabamon, none of them. Pale in comparison to Fabian Delph. 80 grand a week for a lad who just blatant disregards for any. Anything to do with Everton. Anything to do with Everton. Literally. And he fell out, he, he did it wrong straight away. He must have come here, he must have thought, oh, yeah, I'll just come here, I'll anything to get in the weekend, it'll be fine. Yeah. We'll get beat by Liverpool. And argue with fans on Instagram and stuff. Yeah, he, just, just... he just handled it completely wrong, hasn't it's he? Like, it's to be fair to him, I didn't think it. I would make the one we saw them. I was thinking we were getting a decent player. Yeah, same, same. I thought, Premier League I thought he's going to come in and he's going to give us something we haven't got. Yeah, same. And I think he didn't start too badly either. I think his first game against Wolves at home, we won 3-2. I think Awobi scored, didn't he, in that game as well. Mm, Heather. And Wolves were a decent side. People forget that that year, especially I think Wolves were a decent side. And he played quite well. I think he had another match that game, surprisingly enough. And then he got injured, didn't he? And then he just... What, Delph got injured? No, he got it. <laughs> I'm Never. Like, well, he got injured, I think, a few games after that, and then he just kept getting injured, didn't he? And then yeah. he kept having murder back and forth with the fans. <laughs> and he just dug himself. He just kept yeah, digging, he digging, didn't he? He just kept digging, didn't he? He's just lying in it. He's just lying in it now, isn't he? I seen he put a thing up about going back to Leeds the other day, and you want to read some of the comments, honestly. I guys. don't mind that, though, what he's done. Like, that could be out of portion. He just said thank you for the reception. Yeah, but it's just because what he's done previously. Yeah. He's got no leeway. But Walcott's done that with us. He, he put a post up saying thanks to Everton fans and he's just been respectful if the team used to play for. I didn't mind that that much. Yeah, but Dad played for Leeds 10 years ago. That was what people were harping on. But he on started there, didn't he? Yeah, I think that was like... His... You know what I mean? Like, I, I, got, I think I could back up our post that day, but everything else you've just said about Adelph is spot on. Devin Kareem has just been a mess. A mess from start to finish. Well, still going on, isn't it? Still going on. Start to current day. Yeah. Is he going to week? He's just an old laugh. You put me listening to this. Hopefully, he tunes in. He's laughing at us. Hopefully, he is. Jesus. <laughs> I'd, I'd laugh with him. You know what I mean? He's probably wiping his tears with his money, isn't he? Yeah. Jesus. So, overall, this summer we lost 45 million, and it's just a shambles, really. Yeah. Silver was actually sacked in December. He's another one. He came in, looked about 35, went away, looked about 85. Do you know what? There's a pattern here. Ronald Koeman's first year, we looked all right. Second year, awful. Yeah. Silver, first year, looked okay. Decent, second yeah. year, awful. Like, it's just a second year syndrome, isn't it? It's because we, we, we never kick on, do we? It's, no. But <laughs> look, at the, look at the windows. How do we expect managers to kick on? I'm, like, I'm not in this boat. I'm not saying Silver was good enough. I'm not saying Koeman was good enough. I'm not saying Ancelotti was good enough because they all went. Mm. But there's got to be a pattern to why these managers aren't good enough. Because Ancelotti's done it everywhere else. 
Maar ook zo, die hadden die zin te Fulham career, hasn't he? Doing all right in the championship. In championship. Mm. I think Cumans went on to. You have to sign and start something, then you can't really. Yeah, you can't. This is what I'm saying. That, like, we've never pushed on. We've never. never. If you, if, and most seasons, we've always sold. Look, go up. If you scroll up this page that we've got in front of us now, which we're looking at, we've always sold our best player <laughs> after the second season. So when. So the first started year. With John Stones, started it? with John Stones. We sold Stones. Then the next sold year, Lukaku. we sold Lukaku. And, and then Silver came and we sold Gay. Yeah. He was. People, I think people thought he was our best player, wouldn't he? So it's just a, we're digging ourselves, as we said, we're digging ourselves in a hole that we can't get out of because we're selling our best players. And, and, and we're not replacing I understand we can't, we can't do anything about that because that's the... When those teams come calling, it's That's the future, chain, isn't it, at the moment? And it's, it's difficult for me to say that because I'd love it for Everton to be winning league titles, winning league cups, winning FA Cups, winning everything. But that's not the food chain, is. isn't it? That yeah. is the food chain. And you've got to face reality sometimes. And when we have got good players... The likes of Richardson, the likes of Calvin Lewin, the likes of Lucas Dean. Like the the is always going to be interested from bigger yeah. clubs. Got to try and keep them build around them, haven't you? you? We've got to match their ambition. That's the only way to keep these players. Yeah. You've got to be able to match. And sometimes, sometimes you can't match their ambition. Look at Leicester. Sometimes you cannot match their ambition. Sometimes you've got to let them go. And Leicester have done a great job of getting as much money as they possibly can. Eighty million for Harry Maguire is unbelievable business. Well, no matter how much of a good centre, they invested it well too. For Farah, they, they yeah. bought. They always buy cheaper and get just as much production. Them better. I know. Do you know what I mean? They replaced Mares, didn't they? I don't know. They replaced him, but they had Harvey Barnes in the in the wings. They must have yeah. knew that Nobody he was, was coming doing. through. But obviously, the, the replacements Kante, they bought Ndidi. Ndidi, yeah. Tiemans. They sold Kante for eighty million, and they bought Ndidi for what? Buttons, ten yeah. million pounds, something like that, something ridiculous like that. Oh, I'm not saying it's all best, isn't it? It's just all about recruitment, isn't it? I suppose you can lose these players who are world class. I'm not. I don't think Mashalson's world class yet. Hmm. We might get to at one point. We haven't. I don't think we've got a world class player in our team. No. Barring maybe a James Rodriguez at his very, very best. He's but he's it. probably not world class anymore. But we've got to get the recruitment right after that, haven't we? If we are going to sell these players, and I just don't trust. The people in charge in Everton to get that right. We'd never get it right, really. And when have we ever seen them get them get Literally. it right? The few players you bought in have been okay, but it's just the ways that we're giving out, the transfer fees that we're paying. Clubs just look at Everton thinking you're a laughing stock, I imagine. As we've said, it feels like Everton and Everton works nine to five. It yeah. feels like Everton is a nine to five job. Like we go <laughs> in at nine o'clock, we'll act busy, we'll do like do you know what the funny thing about this is that didn't Lewis Diaz? I know this is we'll go on to this a bit more later. But the Luis Diaz transfer, that was never going to happen on that last day. No, Ever never knew that, but still went back in. Just so they could say to the fans, oh, look, look, we tried. Mm. Look, we tried to do that. So, so they wouldn't be up. Out we did offer more, though, each time. The <sighs> thing in the end, we offered 30 mil. We knew that was never going to get that deal done. We knew that that was, that was never going to be enough to persuade Porto to go back on no, that. No, no. Then, yeah, they said they wanted 80 mil, didn't they? They didn't want hammers. Because they knew they... I'm surprised. They didn't want them, to be honest with yeah. you, but... That's obviously a story for another day, but we've, at the end, the end point we're trying to make is that recruitment's got to be right, yeah. and it hasn't been, and I don't trust them to get it right either, so it is what it is. That's it. So that season, awful really. Silva was then sacked, and we brought in... <laughs> we're just repeating the same thing over and over again, isn't it? So no, was then sucked. Uh, we brought in a new manager, but this time we actually brought in a manager of high calibre, didn't we? Carl Ancelotti. Didn't sign no one in the winter. In the summer, though, we bought in a few players, and again, the names coming in, the decent. Alan, 22 mil. 
to call a 22 mil. Hammers on a free, but he's on a wager of 140 grand. Ben Godfrey, probably the best sign of the lot for 24 mil. And then we signed in Conquer for 250k, which is seems a bargain. All them signings there in front of us, except for maybe Olsen, who went back on loan. It was yeah. not bad. Olsen, they're all great signings. Then that there's also Josh King, which we're just flying past that. Mm-hmm. Never yeah. get that. Do you know what? It's not Three weird. million we paid to set us a fan that might not be right, but uh, as I said, the transfers might not be hunting accurate, but that's what we found out here. Um, player sales we sold Snyder for two mil, so we lost 20 mil on Morgan Snyder alone. Mm-hmm. Keenan Dahl went for two mil. Sandro finally left the club after making all that wages. <laughs> just he finally got him out, shipped him out. Moise Keane went on loan to PSG. I think we got a, a few quid for that. Uh, and then the assay left the club. Remember the assay? You've, you got the lead. Remember the assay? We paid 12 million for him. <laughs> so, overall, in this summer, we had a loss of 62 million on transfer fees. Again, now the players coming in. Yeah, they're all our best players they're right all now. still in the club, aren't they? It's only been a year, but Alan DeCorey. You all have a good silence. Hammers well, is a bit of a situation. Like that that section like, in Conquer looks like he could be a, go on to be a decent player. That, yeah. We'll go on to that. That's a ridiculous decision to let him go out on loan, by the way. It's good to get played down, but we haven't got no backup. We've got, we're, we're just so short at left back and right back. We've got no natural left back. I know. Like, there's not a natural left back who you could just throw in there and do. And obviously, he's not going to do the same job as Dean, but to fill that gap, he's done that before. He gets an injury. Crazy. Alan, great sign. I think yeah. we're, we're getting the best of. Hopefully, we get the best of Alan this year. Mm. If he can stay fit. Hopefully he plays if he plays thirty plus games, I think yeah, we'll be in a best we'll be in a good position. Yeah, 100%. I think Decore brilliant sign. I think yeah. Decore's been a revelation since he comes to Everton. People will probably argue since he come in, he's been the best player. I think you could definitely argue that point. Overall, yeah. He's been he's had the best effect. I think James on a free is great business. James is a weird one, isn't it, Rodriguez? Because it's like he's split down the middle with fans because some fans don't want him, they think he's uncommitted, he's earning too much money, he doesn't play enough, he's got a bad attitude. People don't like what he's saying on Twitch. And I think I'm in the other camp where I'm like, he came here because of Ancelotti. Yeah, too late. He, he left. He left high and dry. I think you can tell that he, he didn't know about it. Yeah. He hasn't been told by Ancelotti. He's been snaked. Yeah. Amazon, he? Like, we've yeah. all got snaked. Yeah. He probably feels the same. He probably feels like, why has he, why has he told me to come here? Yeah. And then he's leaving <laughs> a year later. Like, what's going on there? Saw them as leaving and left. But it's the, obviously, we're recording this at the end of the transfer window. So the transfer window is now shut. Mm. And Hamas Rodriguez is apparently training with the squad again. Hopefully, he gets back in the team. I'm not saying he should It's silly him. to have him and not have him. Even if he's on the bench, you yeah. can't have him not You've in the squad. You've got to have him involved. Yeah. 100%. He's here now until January at least. But to be fair, I've too... seen we were trying to sell him to Turkey or uh, Portugal because their um, window is still open. open. So there is still options for him to leave. That would just feel ridiculous for us to lose a player of his calibre and then not be able to replace someone. You might as well keep him out until January, mate. Keep him. Get as much out of him as we can, whether that be a. Can he make a difference? Of course he can. There'll be games when we don't need to. in the League Cup. You're telling me he couldn't, he couldn't have an impact against QPR away from home in the League Cup. Like, he, he We're not game on his own. This is what I'm Just saying. Like like, he needs to be involved in some capacity, whether that be from the bench, whether that be from playing. I think Liam sent me in a, a starting eleven before of what he'd like to see, and obviously his starting eleven would have Richie out wide, which I don't really like doing because he doesn't play well there. But that fits Rodriguez into that. Yeah, it's way to get him in, isn't it? I know. A, that's the only way to get it him. Might in. benefit him more though if you got Hammers there playing balls to him. I just don't think he's, he's not natural playing there. He always, I feel like it, it's crazy to say this because I've got no problem with players tracking back, but I feel like he 
jumps too far back sometimes for Charles. So he needs to be a, a wide forward rather than a yeah, winger. That's his way. I don't win it. That's just what he's about. We don't get the full effect like going that. forward then. Yeah, no, I know. Like the way Liverpool play their wingers, it's like it's basically aren't they? they play like as if Firmino was an, like a, a number ten, and they play Salah and Mane up in front of them basically. Yeah, they're, they're all wingers, up, yeah. but they play as wide like forwards. A false nine from yeah, he's a and false nine, like, and they play they're the two forwards. Yeah, and Richardson plays as a winger when he plays there rather than a forward. Because we need him play if he is going to play that position, which he's not. Because I think Benitez will stick to a four-four-two. He likes that saltness, doesn't he? he? Like that hard working. But he needs to if he is going to play at wide, which I always thought that he could do. Because he came to us as a winger, didn't he? Basically, if you remember Richardson when he first came that first, first year, yeah. he played out wide yeah. didn't he? a lot more than what he played. Centrally. He was good. He was decent. I no, he was good. He that was, first year. Yeah, he was. I think it's fair to say he was good. Yeah. yeah. So going back to the, the summer. You can't resent to being a bad summer, can you? No, Goffrey, it's not on summer. Ben Goffey, 24 mil. Hopefully he's back for... Hopefully he carries on. Yeah. Because it's so... As we've seen, with what we've been saying, <laughs> players start well at Everton, and then it goes gradually just go... Well, Alan Decorley, going to Alan this summer, they, this year, they've started well and we signed them last year, so they're, they're kicking on. And I feel like Ben Goffey doesn't know... I can't see any, any situation where he's not kicking on and becoming a better player. Well, um, hopefully he's, he's got the potential to become Everton captain, hasn't he? Shortly. Got their features, any? He's got that ability to uh, hopefully lead the team. It's just a shame though, because I think we could see a lot of a lot of them at right back this year, maybe even left back, just because of the the way we've handled the transfer market. Yeah, right. and, they, and they know that he can play there. Yeah, played there a lot last Don't year. Don't think he can play the side, couldn't he? The side, and, and it's a shame now because I think he's much better centre half. I think he'd have much bigger impact playing centre half, especially with the centre half. No, so Holgate, you can play right back if needed. Yeah. Holgate can't play there. To be honest, I think Holgate's a better right back than what he is centre half. I've always said this. He got the mighty Fabian Delph for left back if needed. Jesus, that's what it'll end up being, won't it? I can't believe you let that in Conky go normal without bringing someone in. Yeah, honestly, does not make sense. Like I understand from the point of view of his point of view. If we kept that to me, twenty years old, I'd have been like, yeah. Then then you've got a little bit of cover. You've got someone there who can come in if needed. You've got no cover. You've got either foot on either. And Dean will get an injury. Yeah, even if it's a for two weeks, Dean will get an injury. And so comes down to you want to know. Coleman's always getting hamstring injuries. So I think, and if you've lost them too, if you took both of them off the side, now you'd see a, a decrease yeah, in the form. So it's just a shame that we couldn't get anyone in. But right, we'll go on to this. Um, this this summer, in, yeah, because yeah. this is what this is what we this is what got us talking yeah. about all this. Didn't we? I know this is quite a long episode, yeah. but it's needed. It I think is. it should. It's uh... gonna be over an hour. This one, I think, but it's been good to talk about something that everyone knows. Isn't it? Like what the money we spent over these. It's good to break it down and yeah. talk about it. Uh, so this summer, we signed Amari Gray for one point seven million. Townsend was on a free. Begovic free. <laughs> Andy Lorigan free, and Salomon Rondon. Did we pay a fee for him? No. He was on a free. Yeah. I think we're, obviously it took a bit longer than what we expected, but Rondon didn't because he was linked two weeks ago, wasn't he? Three yeah. weeks ago, and we always thought we signed him at like five to eleven, yeah. didn't we? On purpose. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, we waited that long so we could say, oh yeah, but we got Rondon. We got Rondon in. Yeah. Rond- what is what is all known for? We got Rondon. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like everyone, you just think we're all stupid, honestly. But and then outgoings were much keen on a six million. Is that for the I think that's year? overall. No, I think that's so they're paying us three million per yeah. year for the load, and they're giving us seventeen point five. No, twenty seven, winner. Twenty seven is that yeah. what it is? They give us thirty five million in total, winner. 
There's well, another euros. That's not bad. So we recouped, we done well. Compared to what was being reported, that's yeah, yeah. So 17 million. Definitely been shocking. Bernard, we got 1 million. I think we could do a bit more, but obviously, the circumstances, wages. yeah, wages, 120 grand. It's nice to get off the wage bill. But last year, went on a free. He was also on 77 grand a week, I seen somewhere. Yeah. 77 grand a week. Josh King left on a free. Crazy signing. One of the weirdest Devon signings I've ever yeah. seen in my life. And Theo Walcott left on a free. He was also on big wages. I was bested on this list, mate. Yeah, better went this summer. He signed on the market. It's not better, didn't he? Before this fiasco started with Machiri, he was already there before that. But yeah, he's also left the club. And then we picked up a few quid from Vlasic, didn't we? With him going to West Ham. Million, I think we got. Which ain't bad. No, not terrible. So overall, we made actually some money this summer for the first time in our Fadim Machiri's history. We made about 10 mil profit. Obviously, buying transfers, you don't mind spending a few quid as long as you make, you're buying the right players. Gray seems a decent player, 1.7 mil. Does, yeah, as long as he can stay fit, he looks like a great player, doesn't he? Looks like a bargain. Towns on a free, looks like solid, and then the two keepers. I was massively impressed with the way Townsend played. I think we've mentioned that in the last podcast, but I was massively impressed. Against Brighton? With... Yeah. Yeah, very good. That was his best game so far, wasn't it, in terms of his work rate. And he nearly scored, to be honest. I think people, I don't think much of they showed it, but he had a chance, didn't he? Where... First half. Yeah, I think it was a good save by the yeah. keeper. You should have put it in the far post, but he yeah, like, yeah, went near post, yeah. which wasn't too bad. It was a decent save. Yeah, it was, so. I remember it. Fair enough, but. We stay up, stay on the point about this summer. We needed a right back. <laughs> I was sitting there on Tuesday night, and I honestly, God, I must have refreshed my phone a good nine thousand times. <laughs> my phone was red raw. I was just refreshing Twitter, just waiting, wait to see, see. waiting for something to happen because I expect us to sign two or three players. Same. I don't know what it was, but I expected a right back. I expected another winger. And Ronda. Yeah, that's what I was expecting to be fair. Like I expected us to be at active. least a right back and a striker. I thought I expecting two at least. We've needed a right back for four years. People just keep saying three years, two years. We've needed a right back for four years. Seamus Coleman, no matter how well he started, is not going to play every game this year without getting He's going to pick up an injury somewhere, which is neat. And when he does, is it going to be putting Holgate there? What Seamus Coleman is at this stage of his career is a great backup. Yeah. For any, for any sad aiming to be in Europe, Leicester, Tottenham. Obviously, Liverpool, Man United, all them are aiming to win the league, that type of... But like a Leicester, Tottenham, maybe Wolves a few years ago, he would have been a backup, mm. A great backup, but still a backup, and he would have had a starting level right-back. I just don't think he's cut... I think we he, he's the right-back because we're going to finish 9th and 10th. Mm. Like, I reckon they're at his level at the moment. And I know he's played all right, and people saying, oh, yeah, he's proved he's not past it. He just can't get up and down a pitch for the whole season, can he? And do thirty-eight games. I think he starts all right. I think he had a decent game at Brighton at the weekend. I think he's. I think he's. I think yeah, he hasn't stood out. Season. He's having a terrible game. Yeah. I don't think he. I don't think he's being great in any games, though. To be honest. As I just said, that was needs the replacement or someone to challenge him at least. And I will say, I watched the Arla game last night. Ronaldo scored too late on. Udi scored the other over. I'm not trying to say I'd stop Ronaldo or him, but Ronaldo coming in front of him and Coleman just looking at him. Like, is that Ronaldo? Is that, is that Ronaldo? <laughs> Put me there. And he just bolts out of the top. I watched the first half, actually. I've um, seen the two others. It's just typical Ronaldo, wasn't it? I hope he doesn't do that this year against us. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he's going to score against everything this year. He will if James Coleman's the right back, I tell you that. Yeah, won't be good. Like, but I said, we've needed a placement, haven't we, for a while. We just we had links with Mate and Niles. Sadie was linked a bit on loan, too. But that was the priority. But for the Obviously, we needed a winger. We knew that we got a winger, and we got two wings in, which is fair enough. But. The priority was a right back. We've been dying out for a right back for a, for a while now. I don't oh, want to yeah. take shots at John Joe Kenny because obviously he's a scouser and 
we all want him to do well at one point, but it's just I think it's, it's gonna work, is it? You just can't see it. It's clear that he's, I hope he proves us wrong. I yeah, hope he same, comes same. in the season and he and he's a well beater and he's heavy and he can just bomb up and down, he can defend, but I'm just can't see it happen. No, I just don't think he's developed enough to play week in, week out in the Premier League. No, Even sense. if he had to play let's just say if Coleman got injured for five five, six games, I just I don't think he could plug that gap and you wouldn't see a drop off. I think you'd see an immediate drop off and that, that's saying something me because I've I've been on the stance that Coleman has been good enough for a few years now. Mm. So imagine me saying that, Kenny. Like Kenny would be even worse, I think. Yeah. So it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, it'd be a case of putting him on the centre backs there, I think that's what I can see. Obviously it contradicts our point because this is the reason why we haven't been able to spend any money because of what we've just I'm not saying go and spend fifty million on right no, back. I'm saying no. get someone in on loan. Get, get, whatever, get someone yeah. three million quid. Just I was arguing negatively about about uh, it's not enough right backs. There's not enough right backs in world football, apparently. Don't blame Brands. That's what Liam's saying. Yeah, that's what Liam's saying. Don't blame Brands. Brands is to blame for the recruitment. He's in charge of this. And he's telling me there's not enough right backs. Come on. Well, Brands has been there for three years now, hasn't he? Two years. He's just given out. I think his massive issue, I think you mentioned this before as well, his massive issue is wages. He's given massive wages to average players. I understand the wages given to Rodriguez. I can get that. Obviously, Ancelotti wants them, and that was the project. Richard wasn't. Gomez there. Gomez. 100k. Gabamon. Bernard. Bernard. There's so many. There's so many. 50 cigarettes and 100. Sandro wants many. Is that Walsh? Did Walsh give them out? Mm, what, but the, it, still, it's but just like from both of them combined. If, yeah. we, if we went back, that's the massive issue at Evan at the moment is the wage bill. I understand his job is to come in and decrease that wage bill, and he hasn't done that. He hasn't. And as we said before, if the wage bill was high, and we were brilliant, I wouldn't care less. I'd care less. Because you could do that then, because you're getting more money from you're being in Europe. In Europe yeah. Winning stuff, you earn money from winning stuff, you just earn sponsorship it. deals, you, you're the club's just playing in Europe, it's just a big thing, isn't it? The money you can make from that. But for the position that we're in, mid-table, currently mid-table, the money that we're paying out is frightening. Frightening, of course it is. And it's not sustainable. No. And, but to be honest, Brands is to blame, but also to blame for Mercedes because he employs Marcel Brands and I'm yeah. not saying that he knows everything he's a f- football expert because he's clearly not he's just a businessman and he, he's, he's a businessman and he's saying to Brands you're the expert yeah. I'm going to give you the money you decide what to do with it and that hasn't worked it hasn't. but to be fair Mercedes on a he's walking himself up a cliff eventually he will get to the end of that cliff and he will fall well, we've got a stadium to pay for now so I can't see he's just spending 100 mil every summer again got a stadium to pay for well he spent since his reign, he's, we've spent how much? What did you say before? Four hundred. We worked it out again. It might not be coming since accurate, but we've worked it out to four hundred nineteen million. We've spent so five hundred million pounds has been spent since he came in, and we've got no better. And we've overall we, we've came in from player sales two hundred sixty mil. So it's a loss of two hundred thirty eight million since Machini came to the club, and we have not improved. And we've sold some pretty big ac- assets. Macaulay Stones, yeah, Barkley, just to name a few. Obviously, Macaulay and Stones have gone on to be great players, haven't they? I think Macaulay's a great player now. Stones is getting there. I thought he was great for England in the Euros. Barkley obviously hasn't materialised. What you think was he with him? Gay's still doing well, still playing in a great PSG side. Yeah, yeah, so we've sold a lot of big assets, and it doesn't seem to work. Has it? Is it? Is a failure so far. Massive I'm not failure. saying that he can't in the next two, three years if he went on to do big things, which is, I don't know if he will, but I hope he do. Hopefully we do. But if Just it's so far, cup. it has so been a massive cup. failure. Just think about this. I, I was thinking about this the other day, and it's crazy to think this, yeah. He came in, and he he gave 
everyone who'd failed for the past 10 years a promotion. So he came into Everton and he gave Ken Wright. Ken Wright stayed on and, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Bill Ken Wright. Yeah. Originally, I just think that I put a tweet on it. I think a few people liked it as well. I put a tweet on it on Twitter saying that his negligence is spread throughout the whole club. Is is He's just a whole little, old little Everton. Plucky little Everton. Yeah. It's that meme that goes around on Twitter saying, it's terrible, but it's Everton. <laughs> that's, that's it, his era. Yeah. That's all he's known, being in charge of Everton, is that, oh yeah, we're going to mess it up. So it means you have That's not what the club stands for. The club's got, if you look at the club crest, it says nothing but the best. That it's was one of, that was there for a reason. Finish within mid-table after mid-table. And finish. it's all okay because he's the biggest Evertonian of all time, all that nonsense. That is all just nonsense, honest to God. If he, if he was the biggest Evertonian of all time, he would have got 10 years ago and said, you know what, I'll let someone who actually knows what to do and do it. It's, you want to watch what you're saying there, though, because you've got some owners that have took over some clubs over the years. And, and I'll be careful it, what you wish exactly. for, all that. And, and it's I, good I, to have I an Evertonian yeah. in, in the club at that moment, because the machine brought in someone like who else, my door every could be, they want to be spent if you don't have an Everton fan there. But what we are and what we should be, we're worlds away from what, from what we are. Well, it's been a while since we were where we should be. We're looking at the 80s now, aren't we? It's been nearly 40 years well, since we were challenging. Club, I'm not saying we should be challenging to win everything, because that can be having won everything. In our history, I'm not trying to say that, but a club, a team who's won nine league titles should not be. Should we challenge over yours at least? We should be. We should be challenging. We should just be challenging. We should be in a position every year where we're challenging. Whether that be everyone else improving too, which is worrying all the teams and elders. Exactly. In a summer, which you said the craziest transfer window you've ever seen, like Kaku's going to Chelsea, Ronaldo, Ronaldo Messi, Sancho, Varane, Sancho, just countless names. Mm, Yeah. Chelsea have just got that Saul yeah. from Atletico Madrid. Uh, City, 100 million on Grealish. I don't know. It's been a crazy window, hasn't it? I think even Tottenham have made good signs. I like, I like, I like the act. And we, I feel like we've been left behind a little bit. And it's such a shame because I think we've made a decent start. And I know we've only played Southampton at home. We played Leeds away, Brighton away. And they're not the greatest sides in the league. I'm not trying to argue that point. But you can only beat us in front of you. Yeah, exactly. And We've looked better too. I mean, we have, we have like, yeah, I think with the system and the style. The signs are there, but it's just a few injuries. And we doing. haven't backed them. I feel like as soon as we get a few injuries, Luca Dean gets injured, Coleman gets injured. Yeah. I think we'll struggle mightily if Decore or Allen get injured a lot. Everyone's got their opinions on the manager, but he's been done over there. And he's probably going to get the blame too from the fans when it starts. Well, he hasn't been though. backed. Not a it's clear that he has not been backed. And the sad thing about it is that maybe Brands and Machiri have looked at that his previous time at Newcastle and thought, you know what, we could just we'll just give him one point seven million. Yeah. He's happy with it. Do you know what I mean? Because he was happy to do that. I know he got off from Newcastle in the end, but he was happy to do that for a few years yeah. at Newcastle, wasn't he? Scraping the barrel, loan deals. Done the proof for a few times, didn't he? Didn't yeah, but he didn't, didn't give him loads of money. Yeah. I he had spells when he spent the Especially Super Bowl. with the way we've started, it's a shame. I think it's a bit of a missed opportunity to not go out and back the manager. I'm not saying spend £400 million. Pounds. I'm saying get him a right-back. Don't loan all your left-backs out. And just give him a squad capable of competing for maybe a 7th or a 6th place. Because I think if we keep everyone fully Our fit... first 11 is fairly decent. But we've got a decent first 11. If you had to rank us first 11 out of the 20 teams in the league, I think you put us about 7 eight. Yeah. In terms of yeah. player quality, but as soon as we start getting injuries, that drops the tenth. The squad is, is mightily thin, isn't it? It's yeah. just so thin. An injury to us, Alan Ozakore, out of all of I think that's the biggest position, mate. I think even though people might say that where do the goals come from if DCL or Charleston gets injured, I think if 
DCL got injured, I think Richardson might step up a bit more and score goals. I think if Richardson got injured, DCL would just carry on yeah. scoring goals, and then you'd have maybe. But I think if you got one of centre midfielders injured, I think that's when you see a them. problem. It's a massive Tom Davis, Gomez, or Gabbana in there, that, and it's a massive drop off from what you would yeah. have. I'm not saying that Richardson and Rondon are comparable either. Yeah, I'm no, not trying to say that, no, but I think Rondon can do a decent job. I think if you put if you look at his numbers from Newcastle, and I, I, at first I was like Solomon Rondon, really. Yeah, I mean, no, I don't think it's a bad spot, mate. It's not. It's yeah, put it this way: if you bring him off the bench, he'll offer you more than Moise Keane would. Yeah, I think. Well, he's proven 100%. to score. He scored a few goals from Newcastle. He, he, he likes Benitez. He got like eleven in like thirty-two games. He got a few assists too. Like he got a lot seven, of contributions. He did. He's. I seen the other day. And I was shocked at his. I'm pretty sure I've seen him boss an Everton defence at Goodison mm. once or twice before. I'm not saying he's a great player, but you can throw. I think as a backup, even if we're losing a game to bring him on, he'll chase a game. He's not terrible. If you win a game, he can hold up the ball well. He's big, isn't he? Throw himself about one. Yeah, it's, it's not the worst backup, but for just for a year or two, then we can go for it. So going on to the losses from this season, anyway, we sold, well, we got rid of Walcott and Balassi on a free, but we paid for them 20 mil on Walcott and 27 mil on Balassi, so it's a 47 million loss just on, them, on them two At alone. the click of the fingers, just like 47 that. million down team. We didn't get our money's worth it, did we? Well, Walcott was decent for the, for the first couple of games. It's 20 million to have, though. Like, I just... Well, it was just it was a fit of need, wasn't it? It was urgent type thing, everyone yeah. thought that we needed to get him in. And he, he did all right, I think, less than a whole okay, really. The spells where he did all right. That game sticks out to me, to be fair. Yeah, the Leicester game, but he, mm-hmm. he scored two, didn't he? I think we won 2 now. I think yeah. Leicester were a good side, and Leicester have been a good side ever since then. But yeah, and I know what you're saying. It just feels like a massive waste of money. Just the money that we've lost over the years is scared. Have you said then we've had a total loss of 238 million since Machini came? And I understand a lot of this comes down to luck because a lot of the players have, uh, have sustained big injuries, like Gomez, Balassi, players like this, who, Gabaman. Who, Gabaman, who we thought might come in and make an impact. Yeah. And he, You've sustained massive injuries and you haven't came back the same player, yeah. which is understandable. But some of them, are, there's a lot of that, and there's a lot of unexplained nonsense, deals. just ridiculous deals here and there, which just make you just make you frown. Don't you? Just laugh, don't you? You, don't, you can't understand it, can you? You can't understand how we could have come to that conclusion. Like, yeah, him, forty-seven million, <laughs> one hundred and twenty grand a week. You, twenty-eight million. <laughs> 50 grand a week, do you know what I mean? It's just like, if you like numbers just throwing about. Just don't think this summer now that we couldn't spend this money, it's like an eye opener for them. That we just got to be extra more careful in the sense of Well, the recruitment's got to be spot on. Enough. And I'm telling you now, everyone doesn't agree with me. Marcel Brands is on the chopping block. He's got to get it right. January, the next summer after that, and then the next January. The next we'll be able to spend in January, though, because I don't think we'll be able I'm not to... sure how the rules work, but hopefully. Next summer, I'd imagine we'll be able to spend again as we want. Because I think like more contacts are open the summer too, more deadwood off the off the wage bill. Well, let's not get it twisted. Marcel Brand has had a, a difficult job. He came into an absolute sinking ship, a sinking ship full of overpaid players, average players, and just dysfunction. Mm. Really, what it was functional. But at the end of the day, he's got to get it right because he's had too many summers now where he's got it wrong. Yeah. This one included where he hasn't got us the right team, he hasn't got us the right cover. So. He is. He's got a time on his hands. He's got a job on his hands, and he's still to this day. He's got to. He's got to get it right. Otherwise, we're going to be looking for a new director of football, are we? Definitely. Yeah. Well, we'll end on a positive note. The Blues have started the season quite well. Um, in the next round of the cup. I don't know if you can answer that for the positives. Uh, <laughs> I just hope we all stay fit. If yeah. we all stay fit, we should be in for a decent year. Like I, I know it's decent. I know what we say that we finish. We say decent year. and We finish seventh. It's a bit. I don't know, it's a bit dejecting, to be honest, because it's... it's an average season still, but it gets you in, in that conference league, that's all it does, which is not even where I've going into. 
But no, I suppose you, you from where to say about your conversation. Yeah, I suppose from where we're coming from, we need to just take gradual steps. So if we got in Europe, that would be a step. Yeah. And then we need to take a next step after that. We need to keep all of our best players. I understand it's difficult to do, but even if we can't keep them, then it falls on Brandon's shoulders to then get the recruitment right. Spend less money, get the right players in, yeah. and then recycle that way. But yeah, I think we're going to end it there for today's episode of the Everton Report podcast. We just want to say again, thanks for all the support. The support's been incredible so far. We hope you just keep it up, and we hope you keep listening. So we just want to say thank you. So yeah, we'll be back next week. We'll preview the Burnley game. We'll uh, look into that. And I just want to say again, thanks for listening. Again, as Tom said, the support's been massive so far. Uh, social media, as always, that's going to score Everton Report. If you want to give us a follow on that. Uh, and we are going to be doing a giveaway for an Everton training top two. That'll be on our Twitter. A nice Everton training top, my lad. Lovely, I want one myself, yeah. to be fair. I hope I win. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, get on the uh, social media and have a look at that. That'll be sometime in the next week, too, I'd imagine. Yeah, so keep your eyes open and uh, keep supporting. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for listening.